0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair and 46 at the KVOM studios. Today is Monday, the 4th of December, 2023. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. Sunny, cool day in store for you today. High of 56 with gusty winds. Tonight, clear in 35. Sunny in 59 and breezy on Tuesday. Tuesday night, slow 31. Wednesday, sunny with a high in the mid 50s. We'll get into the low 60s on Thursday and Friday. And by Friday night and Saturday, we've got a good chance of rain. Right now, fair and 46 at the KVOM studios. Let's take a moment and send out congratulations to our KVOM employee of the day. It is Braden Jones with the Conway County Detention Center. Let's take a look at obituaries for you now. Modular McDaniel Kennedy, age 94, of Cleveland, died on Tuesday, November 28th. She joined Moore's Chapel AME Zion Church, where she served as a Sunday school teacher, quarterly conference secretary, choir member, and deaconess until her health would not allow her to continue in those positions. She and her late husband, L.C. Kennedy, are survived by their children. Mary Gibson Sanders of Missouri, Irma Carter of Little Rock, Charles Kennedy of Moralton, Sherry Thomas of Missouri, Lois Kennedy of Missouri, Priscilla Williams of Missouri, Clara Garlington of Morlton, Mary Newsome of Morlton, Joe Kennedy of Morlton, and Tracy Kennedy of Morlton, one goddaughter, Brenda Hobbs of Conway, two brothers, 38 grandchildren, 59 great-grandchildren, 23 great-grandchildren, along with special friends, nieces, nephews, cousins, and other family members. The funeral service for Modular McDaniel Kennedy will be held Saturday, December the 9th at 10 a.m. at the Harris Chapel with Reverend Rick Lee officiating. Burial will be at Moore's Chapel Cemetery. The family will receive friends Friday 5 to 7 at the funeral home. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Fred Hill, age seventy five of Morrillton, died Thursday, November 30th. He was a North Little Rock charging Wildcat alumnus. After high school Fred briefly enrolled at the University of Arkansas before joining the Marines and serving our country during the Vietnam War, becoming a sergeant, serving three tours, and being awarded two Purple Hearts. After returning from Vietnam, he enrolled at ASTC, now UCA, and completed his bachelor's in business. He was a member of the Phi Lambda Chi fraternity. He worked in sales for 40 years at Lou Hoffman's, Xerox, Cordell Fishing Lures and Rods, and Kyocera, and he retired from Business World in Little Rock. He was a member of the Moralton City Council and is survived by his wife, Suzanne Hill, children Natalie Williams, Cody Hill, and Rachel Williams, and four grandchildren, among others. The funeral service for Fred Hill will be held this afternoon at 2 at the Harris Chapel with Rev. W. M. Christopher Cooper and Pastor Russell Roden officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Nora Louise Hubbard, age 88, of Moralton, died on Wednesday, November 29th. Funeral service will be this morning at 10 at Smith Springs Baptist Church with burial at Aunt Dilly Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Ronald Franklin McKay, age 60, of Moralton, has died. A Celebration of Life will be held tonight at 6 at Fort Reed's Church in Hattieville. Arrangements are by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Joseph Taylor, age 80, died on Tuesday, November 28. Visitation will be this morning at 10 at Lone Oak Baptist Church in Overcup. Funeral service will follow at 11. Burial will be at Kilgore Cemetery in Birdtown by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Ernest Lee E.L. Zimmerman, age 94, of St. Vincent, died Saturday, December second. He started work at the age of 17 at Crompton Mills and worked there for 38 years until it closed. He then went to work for Kimberly Clark for 10 years until he retired at the age of 65. He also farmed cattle and poultry with his late wife, Helen. He was a member of St. Mary Catholic Church and the Knights of Columbus. He is survived by his sons Rick Zimmerman of North Little Rock and Ed Zimmerman of Conway, daughter Kathy Hoyt of New Mexico, daughter-in-law Dana Zimmerman of St. Vincent, one brother, three sisters, 10 grandchildren, and 12 great-grandchildren, along with many nieces, nephews, family, and friends. The funeral mass for Ernest Lee E.L. Zimmerman will be Wednesday, December 6th at 10 a.m. at St. Mary Catholic Church with Father Jack Harris officiating. Burial will be at St. Mary Catholic Cemetery. Rosary will be Tuesday at 6 at the Harris Chapel with visitation following. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 7.36, it's fair and 46 at the KVOM Studios. We'll warm up into the mid-50s today with sunshine And it'll be breezy out. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in a moment. Member FDIC an Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 737 Fair and 46 at the KVOM Studios. The cause of two more fires at unoccupied homes in Conway County is under investigation. One occurred early Thursday morning when a mobile home at the intersection of Highway 95 and Hickory Loop burned. The other happened early Friday morning at 2850 Highway 9 north of Moralton. In both cases, the electricity was shut off at the house because no one was living there at the time. Authorities say a gas cam was found near the site of the first fire. Both fires are being investigated by the Conway County Sheriff's Office as possible arson. At least five vacant houses in Moralton have burned in the past few months, including three on one night last month on St. Jacob Street. The cause of those fires is also being investigated. The 2024 budgeting process continues for the Conway County Quorum Court. The Budget and Finance and Personnel and Governmental Committees held a lengthy meeting following last week's monthly quorum court meeting. County Judge Jimmy Hart says a lot of the discussion is centered on a request by the Administrative Fire Board to add the paid position of chief for the County Fire Department.
1: Administrative Fire Boards are asking quorum court to look at possibly the position of a uh, uh, administrative chief that would be over the fire departments. Obviously, administrative board's in favor of it. There was old, some folks there that wasn't quite sure about that. So I think for the second time, uh, trying to get this thing worked out and get our fire chiefs and our fire board to come together and find some middle ground and uh, obviously try to get a plan put in place that'll work for everybody.
0: This will be the final budget process led by Conway County Treasurer Wayne DeSalvo. Salvo has announced his retirement effective December 31st. He's been the county treasurer since the mid 1990s and was a justice of the peace before that. The quorum court will meet this Friday at 5 to declare a vacancy in the office. Meanwhile, the personnel and governmental and budget and finance committees have another meeting set for December 18th. The regular December quorum court meeting will be held December 28th, at which time the judge says the court is expected to approve the 2024 budget. The Perry County Sheriff's Office and the Menifee Police Department are among the law enforcement agencies throughout Arkansas awarded funding through the Arkansas Department of Public Safety Equipment Grant Program. The Perry County Sheriff's Office was awarded $50,000, which it plans to use to purchase new bulletproof vests and new body cameras for its deputies. Pettyjean State Park is one of four state parks in Arkansas expected to benefit from a $1.2 million grant awarded to the Greenhouse Outdoor Recreation Program. To expand statewide. GORP is a business incubator led by the University of Arkansas Office of Entrepreneurship and Innovation that is focused on developing entrepreneurs creating innovative products and services within the outdoor recreation industry. The grant comes from the U.S. Economic Development Agency. The grant, which is matched by an additional $1 million in funding from the state of Arkansas, will allow GORP to focus on PettyGene and three other key areas of Arkansas that were recently designated as Opportunity Zones for the Outdoor Recreation Economy, Queen Wilhelmina State Park in Mena, Pinnacle Mountain State Park in Roland, and the Delta Heritage Trail State Park in West Helena. The new GORP Around the State program will support entrepreneurs in these communities by providing expert business development workshops, industry events, and experienced mentors. GORP will also partner with the University of Arkansas School of Law, to feature entrepreneurial law sessions to assist founders with operating agreements and other business formation documents. Fort Reach Church, located at the intersection of Highways 95 and 213 north of Moralton, invites the entire community to its upcoming Journey to Bethlehem experience, an interactive walk through the time that Jesus was born. It's being presented this Saturday and Sunday, December 9th and 10th, from 6 to 8 p.m. both nights. Spokesperson Sheena Morrow says, It's more than just a storytelling or a play. You and your family will get to experience what it was truly like to live in that time period.
2: So when you first get there, you're going to be required to sign a census, just like Mary and Joseph. You'll be given some gold coins that you're going to use in the marketplace to shop. You're going to meet wise men and shepherds and some mean robing soldiers. Uh, and then in the marketplace, you're going to get to shop for different things, make a few things. We have ornaments, food to try. You also get to feed some sheep and ram. There's some donkeys there. And then, of course, the real reason we do it all is the living nativity is at the end.
0: Admission to the journey is free, and people of all ages are encouraged to attend. Let's take a look at our community calendar for you. A portion of Highway 92 east of Center Ridge remains closed until further notice for a bridge repair project. The UACC and Board of Visitors will meet Tuesday at noon in the Fine Arts Gallery, located in the auditorium. The Conway Men's Course will present its 2023 Christmas Holiday Concert. Tuesday night at 7 at Reynolds Performance Hall on the campus of the University of Central Arkansas in Conway. The group will present a wide variety of Christmas and seasonal selections, from sacred to traditional to popular, plus the annual audience sing-along of favorite Christmas carols. Joining the men's chorus on stage will be special guest performers, the Conway Women's Chorus, who will perform several of their Christmas concert songs, as well as sing with the men's chorus on three songs. Doors open at 6.30 p.m. with free admission and free parking. And Thursday is a big day here in Moralton. The annual Conway County Christmas Parade Storybook Christmas will take place at 5.30 that night in downtown, taking the same route as a fair parade. Entry forms are available at the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce and on the Conway County Christmas Parade Facebook page. They are due by 5 p.m. Wednesday at the Chamber office or via email to rhonda.trowbridge at hotmail.com. All entries in the parade must be lighted and decorated to the theme to be eligible for judging, and music with all entries is encouraged. Grace Life Church in Moralton will hold a free chili supper in conjunction with the Moralton Christmas Parade Thursday starting at 5 in the Pocket Park on Broadway, and they'll also serve free hot chocolate. And UACCM will hold its Night of Luminaries Thursday beginning at 6 following the Christmas Parade. The campus will be lined with over 2,500 luminary bags decorated by Conway County children. Cookies and hot cocoa will be served. Santa and Mrs. Claus will be available to visit with children and hand out gifts in the area between the Fine Arts Building and the Business Technology Center. Well, we'd love for you to download the all-new EAB Media app. It puts your favorite programs at your fingertips, allowing you to listen with ease. You can get it on the App Store and Google Play. Your radio stations, your sports, your podcasts, your Arkansas, all on the new EAB Media Group mobile app. It's one of the many places where you can hear the podcast of this newscast, published each weekday and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 7.45, it's fair in 46 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, we'll visit with Sacred Heart Catholic School basketball coaches Kyle Duval and Ben McBride. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's morning news watch continues. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Hey, Films,
1: News Watch, Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Bigelow High School has its first state championship in football. The Panthers beat East Poinsett County 28-14 on Friday afternoon at War Memorial Stadium in Little Rock to win the Class 2A title. Senior quarterback Rhett Newmeyer earned game MVP honors, completing 12 of 21 passes for 194 yards and three touchdowns to three different receivers. Ryan Hobbs, Easton Platt, and Brent Tipton reek on the receiving end of a touchdown pass. And senior Carter Alexander put the game out of Reek with a touchdown run in the fourth quarter. The Panthers were outgained by the Warriors in total yards, 298-251, to but intercepted two EPC passes. Platt picked off EPC quarterback Cooper Argo on the second play of the game, setting up a 46-yard pass from Neumauer to Hobbs put the Panthers on the board. Platt added a 55-yard touchdown reception later in the first quarter to put Bigelow in control. Alexander, who's committed to play baseball at the University of Central Arkansas, finished with 67 yards rushing and a team high 14 tackles on defense. Jaden Dunlap had 13 tackles, and Silas Kiestel had 11 tackles and a sack for the Panthers. The win caps an undefeated season for the Panthers, who finished 14-0. and The state championship is the second for Bigelow this calendar year. The Panthers won the Class 2A Boys Basketball Championship in March. In the other state championship games played this past weekend, Greenwood, lynn Little Rock, Christian, 41-23 to claim the Class 6A title. Fayetteville beat Bentonville 22-16 for the Class 7A crown. And Parkview won the 5A title with a 55-12 smackdown of Shiloh Christian. Class 4A and 3A played their semifinal games Friday night. In Class 4A, Harding Academy zapped Zach Watson's Elkins Elks 41-27 and Rivercrest Wallace Warren 24-14. In class 3A, Boonville glaze Glenrose 34-25 and Prescott manhandled Mansfield 28-7. Senior Jennifer Hartman and Junior Aubrey Henderson scored 13 points apiece, lead Marlton Senior Girls basketball team to a 48-25 victory over Ozark on the road Friday night in the 44 conference opener. After Ozark scored the game's first three points, Lady Devil Dogs used a 15-0 run to take control highlighted by the Dixon family little big smile play of the game. Passes on the three, drives in, finds Hunt underneath, off the glass, and good. Nice move. Sophie Warman gets the assist as Hunt gets the bucket. From that point on, the lead was never threatening. Marlton cruised to the win. The boys' game followed a similar script as the Devil Dogs raced to a big lead early and never looked back in a 58-39 victory over the Hillbillies. After leading 17-6 after the first quarter, the Dogs built a 25-point lead by halftime thanks to the Dixon Family Dental Big Smile play of the game, courtesy of sophomore Colin Bunting. We will have a last chance, but Bunting is going to get a steal. Three-pointers up and good at the buzzer, Bunting. Senior Gregory Mosley, who surpassed the 1,000 career-point milestone earlier this season, scored a game-high 25 points for Marlton. Sophomore Isaiah Templeton added 13 for the Devil Dogs. Marlton continues conference play on Tuesday night at Pottsville. One of senior boys picked up their 10th win of the season, knocking off Lamar 71-63 at a non-conference game on the road Friday night. Four players scored in double figures for the Daredevils, led by freshman Caleb Stowell's 22 points. Senior Lance Carr scored 14, junior Ethan Kelly had 12, and senior Caleb Montgomery put in 10 that was the only win Wonderview would get on the night, however, as the senior girls and junior boys were defeated by the Warriors. Lady Daredevil's lost 64-37 while the junior boys lost 54-34. Nemo Vista's senior high team split their games in the consolation round of the fast break classic in equipment on Saturday. The girls beat Rosebud 42-33. The boys lost Equipment 68-52. Nemo Vista plays at Wonderview Tuesday night for four conference games that will broadcast live on KVOM. Senior Emerson Holzman and junior Ella Holzman scored 11 points, lead Sacred Heart senior girls to a 36-31 win on the final day of the Go Mount Classic at St. Joseph and Conway on Saturday. Sacred Heart plays seventh grade girls and boys and junior girls and boys games at Mount Vernon Nola tonight, starting at 4:30. Also tonight, Marlton's eighth and 9th grade girls and boys teams play at Greenbrier, starting at 4:30, while the seventh grade girls and boys teams play at home against Greenbrier, also starting at 4:30. The Arkansas Razorback women's basketball team lost to number two UCLA 81 66 on Sunday in Fayetteville. Now 7 2 on the season. Arkansas will take on Louisiana Tech in Bud Walton Arena on Thursday. The Arkansas men's team is back in action tonight. The Hawks take on Furman in a 7 p.m. game in Bud Walton Arena. University of Central Arkansas women's team beat Little Rock 63 58 on Saturday. Marlton's Shine Kemp played seven minutes of the game where the Sugar Bears did not score but had one rebound as UCA improves to 5 and 3. The Hendricks college men's team lost to Rhodes College 79-70 to on Saturday in Conway. One of these Caleb Squires had 8 points and 3 rebounds in the game for the Warriors. Former Nemo Vista standout Patrick Perry had 6 points and 4 rebounds for the Randall University men's team on Friday, helping the Saints to a 73-70 victory over Manhattan Christian. 7.52 now as we look at weather on this Monday. And we've got Humidity currently at 66%. West winds at 9 miles per hour. Bermatric pressure 30.01 inches. Low temperature this morning, 39 degrees. A high yesterday, 62. A year ago today, the low was 30. The high was 41. No rain over the weekend at KVOM. Total for the year, 53.94 inches. Sunset this afternoon is at 459. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 704. And forecast. Calls for sunny skies today, afternoon high near 56 degrees. Clear tonight at the lower, around 35. Sunny and 59 tomorrow, and then 54 high on Wednesday, probably back in the low 60s for Thursday and Friday. And could have some rain this weekend, it looks like. Right now, air skies, 46 degrees in Moralton at 753. On KVOM watch continues in just a moment.
0: Member FDIC an Equal Housing Lender.
1: It is 7:56 now on KVOM. We're going on our close-up interview this morning by the basketball coaches at Sacred Heart Catholic School. Kyle Duval, the girls' coach, Ben McBride, new boys' coach. So good morning to the both of you. Good morning. Yeah, it's good to have you in with us. And uh, Kyle, we can start uh, with you. I guess uh, we're into basketball season, obviously at this point, and. A uh, few few changes, I guess. Most notably in the in the gym. Anyone who goes to a game there at Sacred Heart knows some changes. New floor. Everything looks uh, looks pretty nice in there now.
2: Absolutely. You know, this summer we were able to to get a, a new floor in. Um, we went ahead and, and with the new floor, we decided to go ahead and paint the paint the whole gym and and a lot of a lot of updates to the gym and. And, uh, you know, painted our, our, our locker room as well, our, our boys' locker room. So just a lot of updates uh, to the gym, and, and we're excited. We thank everyone uh, for all their support and, and their help of getting these projects done. And uh, the kids are absolutely loving it, uh, loving it, and, and, and it's a, a, a huge blessing for us.
1: All right. And uh, getting some wins on the new courthouse. How's the season going so far yeah, for we, you?
2: We've had a good start. Uh, you know, we've... We're a pretty experienced team. We're starting four seniors and a junior. We're led by Emily Ship, Callie Gottsponer, Emerson Holzman, and Maya Barra, along with our junior uh, Ayla Holzman, are our five starters. And so, you know, like I said, a lot of experience. I think defensively, we're, uh, you know, statistically, we're one of the better defensive groups that we've had. And, and you know, uh, just a fun, fun group to, to watch. They, you know, every night, you know, they step on the floor. It's going to be a uh, max effort. Uh, you know, I think offensively we're continuing to get better. That's an area that we've got to continue to get better, and and we know that. And but like I said, defensively we can really pressure you. Um, you know, we try to create uh, some some opportunities for our offense in transition, and so we've had a really good start. You know, we're 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 sitting at two zero in conference, and so picked up a couple of big wins, and and um, you know, hopefully uh, finish strong here before Christmas break. But super proud of proud of our our, our teams and and um, how everything's going for the start of the season like I said hopefully finish strong uh, going into Christmas break. All right and get Coach McBride
1: in here now new boys coach and uh, you know kind of tell us about your time at Sacred Heart thus far and you know how how, uh, how things are going for you here.
3: No, I've really enjoyed it um, in terms of support you know as a coach and coming in year one and um, trying to change a culture and 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 teach kids a lot about how to play basketball and how to do things the right way, and what it takes to be a winner. You know, really supported, and I'm very appreciative of Kyle and and uh, Miss Roscoe and everyone else there at Sacred Heart. It's been an awesome start, um, just in terms of where I'm at and where I see things. But um, in terms of our season, a win loss isn't where we want it to be. Uh, We're young, we're inexperienced, and we played a really tough non-conference schedule. Um, from top to bottom, maybe one of the toughest in the area for a 1A school, um, but we're getting better. You know, we start two sophomores, uh, two juniors, and we've got one senior. Uh, Mason Dold kind of leads our team. Um, he kind of does a little bit of everything for us, and um, you know, he's he's having a good year. But uh, you're know, improving, and you know, obviously, right now it's a little rough, and, and we knew it would be. But you know, by the end of the year, we expect to be um, highly competitive. Um, you know, push and maybe have a chance to sneak in the state tournament. Um, but we're improving. We've had uh, three or four games that have been close towards the end of the game, and you know, we're getting there, and we're close. The guys know it, and um, you know I'm obviously excited as you know where the trajectory of our program is, and you know obviously looking down the line, we play a lot of young ones in junior high. Um, obviously, starting two sophomores, you know we'll be bringing a lot of kids back next year. So um, this will be the rough year if we have one, and
1: you know hopefully the trajectory keeps going up. All right, and uh, of course a few changes to the game last year put the shot clock in place, which was a big adjustment. And, of course, a new rule on the free throws and resetting the fouls in the quarter, which is a big big change. I don't know if uh, how coaches feel about it. I personally love the one and one, so I, I kind of missed that part of the game a little bit. But ha, ha, how do you guys feel about that, and ha, how is everyone adjusting to that new rule?
3: Uh, I mean, I think, honestly, uh, it'll probably speed up the game a little more on average. Um, obviously, if a team's fouling, um, the game will go slow either way. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. if you're you're shooting double bonus after five or not. But I think the great thing about it is, and Coach Duval and I have talked about, it, is just the reset after each quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of being stuck in the uh, the bonus or double bonus for say a quarter and a half or a quarter, um, you know it resets at the end of every quarter. So obviously that, that's a good adjustment. And not just for us as coaches, but our kids. But overall, we think it probably speeds the game up a little bit. I think most coaches probably agree that we we, we enjoy that rule. All
1: right, Yeah, Kyle, you, I guess feel the same way. Then obviously, so. yes. Yep. All right. So uh, those are, uh, obviously, the big change that uh, everyone's getting getting used to this year, and um, you know, we're just moving on with the season. We're well into it, I guess, for uh, for all the all the non-football schools. So several games in, and you got
2: the big one this Friday, right? Friday night, 5 o'clock, junior boys and seniors against Wonderview at Sacred Heart. So come out and, and watch. It'll be some good basketball.
1: Yep, looking forward to it. We'll be there. And uh, anything else while we've got you this morning?
2: I think that's it. Appreciate you having us. You well, bet. Thanks again.
1: Yep, thank you both for coming in. And Kyle Duval and Minnie McBride, basketball coach at Sacred Heart, joining us at 8.02, now on KVOM.
0: You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.